Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. You're listening to Comedy Central. Now hiring. Morehouse College has created an institute for black Mm. male research. For more than 150 years, Morehouse College has built a reputation as a leading institution to educate black men. It now wants to be known as the go-to place for research that results in better health, professional, and societal outcomes for all black men. That's what we do. Calissa Myrick Harris, chair of Morehouse's Humanities Division. She said, quote, it is important to black men, for black men, and for black boys who need help, who need to be lifted up, who need to have some entity, some space that is focused not just on studying them, but on really helping to understand themselves and the experiences they have. Hmm. Now, time for me to ask a gender divisive question if you have an institute for black male research jacqueline Mm -hmm. do you hire all black women professors or all black men oh my god that's an excellent question i I guess you got to split it 50 50 but if you really want the men to walk out of there with something learned make it all with If you want the dudes, right? If you want the dudes to listen, as as an alum, I'm gonna say, if you want niggas to listen, you better have an all female staff because, like, they know what to say, they know how to make us react, and more importantly, when you screw up, they'll call your mama, and that's what you need. You know what I'm saying? So, like, all all women, and they should all be very mean. Wait a minute, what do I mean? I said the women should be mean, not all, not all, but they should be the ones at this institute should be very mean. No. Like mean women rule. That's what they do. They're the mean, ones that care about black women teachers, them the ones that Those people ones. always shout out later. They stick All with right. you for life. One more question. Mm. What is wrong with you? <laughs> Institute for Black Male Research. Yes. Mm. Can any white man take the course? <gasps> Ooh. Nah. Yes. Start the show. Start. I don't know. <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> My name is Roy. This is my job fair. Thank goodness. <laughs> Black History Month is upon us. They're out here talking about giving away the keys to white people. The white God man dang. can't study the black man to help They've been studying us. 
They're in fraternities. They're in sororities. Why can't yeah, they take the class? Those are, those are special white people. All right. Let's stop playing. Those are special white. Where I'm from, you call those guys white mics. They are special. They're normally the only white people who stay around black people all the time. And a white mic could grow up with you. White mic could date your sister. And the rest of everybody else can't do that. This is what I like to do. I love asking questions like this and then just pushing back from the mic and watching you two fight with each other. <laughs> it just brings you closer. <laughs> so we're going to break down today ways you can build your online presence and set up commerce for yourself if you're trying to pivot in that digital world. Ain't your forte. Got somebody there to help you with that. A big box store that we aren't legally allowed to name in spite of many emails with the legal department. Someone right. will be coming on to give you the secrets of how to beat their security. Mm. The week. And um, Bubba Gump Shrimp Company. Mm. Mm. We'll talk to a former employee of that establishment. It's not one of my particular mm. favorites, but maybe he'll say something that I didn't know. But first, mm-hmm. Jacqueline, who's my favorite politician? <laughs> the oh. mayor of New York. <laughs> what? Why? Mayor Eric Adams <laughs> of New York City. What? What? Now, as I've said in the past, we're going <laughs> to give this brother, we're going to give him two years. Two? He's a year to lay the policies a year oh. to track the policies. That's okay. fair. Right. And to that's learn a little fair. bit, you know, it's getting the learning curve for the job and all that shit. You know, that's, that's fair. That's fair. So one of the big things that Mayor Adams did when he um, took over and got sworn in, said that he would take the bulk of his mayoral, that's not a word, his mayorly. No. Ma- mayoral is a word, bro. Mayoral. mayoral. I said, I, I thought I said mayorally. No, <laughs> you said it a second time. <laughs> you got I it. had it right and then added a syllable. I <laughs> <laughs> sounded right. You know what? No, yeah, no, let me go ahead and Mayorly. Uh, Mayor Adams Ooh. said that he would take his paycheck through Bitcoin. He's one of the mm-hmm. first politicians in this country to be paid in cryptocurrency. And at the time, cryptocurrency was on a high and it was creeping up really good. But <laughs> since that time, there's been a 47% dive yeah. in cryptocurrency, which means that old Mayor Eric Adams has lost about 50% of his paycheck. Because, like, imagine being paid in stock, then the stock go down. Your ass damn near working for free. So all of his wow. check is in crypto? A portion, no, a portion okay. of his check. Yeah, but even the paid portion about a quarter to... million. He gets paid a quarter mil a year. Let's okay. just say, let's just say he put half in crypto. Mm-hmm. So that hundred twenty five k that's in crypto is now worth about what seventy five sixty k. Okay. So that's not good. Is now he you married? Just, I don't know. That don't sound like no married man behavior. Mm-mm. No. Rhonda, find that for us real quick. Go ahead, Los boy. Angeles Rams wide receiver Odell Beckham Jr. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Said that he would take his payment this season in Bitcoin for the Los Angeles Rams. $750,000, which when you take off the fact that Bitcoin oh. did 47%. Yeah. 
the motherfucker is probably only going to make about $400,000, which he still has to pay taxes on the $750,000. Who are these people married to that are letting them do these silly things? First of all, we know for a fact that Odell Beckham Jr. is definitely not married. That dude is out there getting his Drake Lolo ho on. Um, But that being said, this right here, this, this whole thing, like, at the time, the Bitcoin is worth sixty-four thousand. Today, it is worth thirty-five thousand. Today, that deal is worth four hundred and twelve. Not all that matter. Did you get taxed? He's getting taxed more than he makes. You, yo, I look. I ain't playing no professional sport, but I can't tell you how pissed off I'd be to find out that Fico is taking all my check, like just all my check. Like you don't see a dime. There's your answer, JG. Uh, I knew it. I knew mayor it. Of New York is not married, and neither is Odell Beckham Jr. Bingo. Because no woman in her right mind would let somebody that she's married to go out here and get paid in Bitcoin. And I like stuff. Cryptocurrency, I'm all for it. But uh, I no. The, I have the producer, Hayat. Hayat just said he's he's in a relationship, though. Maybe he's not in a, a relationship. He's not in a relationship, but they care nothing. about money. Yeah, no, no, they ain't no, talking about money. Mm, they ain't married. <laughs> you mean in a relationship. You mean in a relationship. He can go and screw his own shit up. You know what I'm saying? And she's going to keep her money and keep it moving and shit. When you marry, you make a dumb decision. You hear about that for every day. So, no, they're in a relationship. There's a difference. You marry. Yeah, no, we don't. Mm-mm, mm-mm. They don't yeah. play that shit. <laughs> we might have to get this brother on the show, man. The mayor of New York. I don't know why I'm so fascinated by this man. It's like every week. How could you not be? New. Every week. It's like, you be out in the morning trying to find that man, but go ahead. I'm going to that fruit stand on the Upper West Side. I know exactly where it is, too, man. Uh, let's move it up. Time now for Cody's most outstanding employee of the week. Jessica Leonard is a lovely, lovely woman who uh, works now at a private equity firm. Okay. She put her picture up on LinkedIn and it was considered groundbreaking because it was the first picture on LinkedIn where she showed her tattoos. Oh. No, I, I just like, I'm mind blown, JG. But like, where are her tattoos? Are they on her neck, on her arms, on her hands? Little arm action, little okay. neck action. I like it. I like it. Her manager allowed her to post that. Yeah. You know, like that type of support, man. And what level is her job though, man? Like what level is her is like what does she what does she do? I don't know, but if she got tattoos, she probably know how to do it. Facts. Yeah. Them tattoo niggas, they either know it all or they own drugs. There's no in between. Oh my gosh. Respectfully. But, Respectfully. But I, Respectfully. I think you hit on something. It's about that level of support. We're fortunate to work with you and for you. And we have that same level of support. Most times I'm here taking my braids out my head and you're just like, whatever. You never even say two things about it. I don't so deep. think about that. But it's it's wild that we're in 20 she's got, year, is it? I don't know. She's got Harry Potter tattoos, dog. Like, I'm, I mean, I'm sorry. Like, I'm sorry. Like, all right. Now that I'm reading the story and I'm looking at this deeply and, you know, fortunately, you are technically my, my boss. Correct, Roy? So you would have to fire me if I said something ill. Man, this white lady gets worried about showing her damn Harry Potter tattoos. I know brothers that walked up in corporate America afraid to show their dreads for three years because they thought they'd get fired. Like, walked in every day. And she got Harry Potter tattoos. For okay, real? Ralph, Ralph opposes to her being. <laughs> being for real? Week. 
Nah, I went. Nah, so no. Would it, so would it have been more brave if she had like fucking gang tats? And she it'd have been way that? more. It'd have been way more brave if she had like insane clown posse tattoos. I don't know. She's a white lady, Slayer, Metallica, but dude, she's got like the pictures from yeah. like Ronald Dahl on her arm, like for where the wild things are. I'd show up those tattoos. That's nothing to be embarrassed Jessica about. Jessica like, is a hell? trailblazer, Ralph. We have yeah. to start somewhere. Because she's in Slytherin? Or what? Because she's in Gryffindor? <laughs> what? Is that why she's a trailblazer? I don't understand. <laughs> Maybe I'm wrong. Okay. All right. Okay. The only tattoo that scares me is that I drop tattoo. That means you've been in prison and you've probably murdered someone. So that's the only one that bothers me. Everything else, go for it. I don't mind it being on the neck. That's a valid point. I just don't like that little teardrop thing. That's supposed yeah, to be but bad. If I'm free, if I'm a free man, that means I've done my time and you can't mm. judge me based on this other shit that I did back in the day. Uh, not necessarily. You might not have got caught, so I don't know about that one. <laughs> you got that teardrop on your face, you're caught. All right, let's just keep it real simple. You're caught. Normally you're caught. Like, uh, just, I'm uh, concerned about that tattoo. So mm. Jessica Leonard. Mm-mm. Evolution Capital Partners for allowing Jessica to show her tattoos on LinkedIn, which I'm told is like some growing website that I guess we should give more of a fuck <laughs> We kind of do a job there. So, uh, yeah. I guess. Yeah, whatever. It's all about worry? jobs. Does that mean I had to take down my picture of me with a Wu-Tang bow tie if we're not worried about how we look on LinkedIn? I might not that's even how I brush feel. my hair for... <laughs> I, I don't know. For that, Jessica. You are Cody's most outstanding employee of the week. At least to me, not to Ralph. To me as well. Go, Jessica. I'm going to quote Jacqueline and say, I disagree. (laughs) I disagree with that. (laughs) That's all I'm going to say about that. Make that that face. (laughs) I disagree. Let's go now. First and first, this is where we invite you the job fair listener an opportunity to come on here and tell us about a job that sucked or a job that was pretty decent so our worst and first guest is a very very funny brother very very funny comedian and content creator um i know him from around the new york scene jg introduced the world to this man we have the lovely Brandon. May I call yes. him lovely? Yes. Yeah, you can Absolutely. call me lovely. You can call me Brandon. Yeah, Brandon. Uh, you know. When you all are, let's just talk for a second about the podcast, Medium okay. Popcorn. Do y'all ever consider the fact that some of these people that y'all be talking shit about, y'all might actually run into in the motherfucking streets? I have thought about that since I have been, you know, interviewing <laughs> celebrities. Like, we talk about John David Washington, right? Like, we have a love-hate relationship with him. And I'm hey. like, I've met him virtually twice now what if i do Uh-oh. meet him personally i don't know hey. if i, I want to fight denzel's son because if i win i'm never going to get denzel to love me the way i want him to right and so it's like what do i do if i do meet john david washington or uh who's the one dude jesse t usher someone we really we really don't like yeah, 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 yeah. Y'all, y'all better go safe y'all better go soft on john david washington man that dude's connected bro i know, you know, I know. what i'm saying yeah, some yes. of us might have might have some of us might even went to Morehouse with him. I'm just saying. Okay. I'm just saying, man. I'm just, I'm just oh, saying, man. It might be a phone Morehouse call, bro. Oh, shit. I'm just saying. I have a number too. I'm just saying. So why don't you really like him? No, Jacqueline, we're not no. gonna get into that. <laughs> don't do that. We have to go Curious. over there and listen. Yeah, the this is a podcast. We have podcasts about it. Not just shitting on people. Yeah. 
And if you want those reasons, you go over there to Medium Popcorn Podcast. You can't bring stuff like that up and not answer the question, but okay. This point, we would just be listing all the people he loves and hates, and we would be 20 minutes in and not even hear about his fucked up job and food service. That one person, but I'll go and listen. Brandon, (laughs) is this your only... No, I'm going to keep the show moving forward. I will say this, though. I will say this. Please. Just a second. I do think that it is good to have Black people with opinions about Black Mm -hmm. content and Black content creators and Black talent because an opinion, positive or negative, means that you've watched and you've consumed some of the Mm -hmm. content. You know, there was a post. um, God God damn it. I'm going to find his name. But the creator of Power Book of Canaan. Okay. Uh, which and is a 50. spinoff. Yeah. Uh, well, the 50's an EP. 50 Cent ain't in no writer's room coming up with plot points. That's fair. The, I'm gonna, I'll have his name by the end of this segment, but he made a very, very poignant Instagram post that basically said that, you know, this show and BMF, which is um, also on, um, I think that's on Stars as well, no white critics have reviewed any of these shows. Mm-hmm. They won't even, they won't even say whether they like it. And he said in the post, yo, shit on it that's fine i don't care but the fact that you act like these types of shows and content don't exist mm. it's kind of fucked up and well, he's also right side. about that yeah there's also the other side of that and i actually experienced this a few days ago when i went to go see the tragedy of Macbeth. and you know i'm invited because i'm part of africa african-american film critics association and so i got into new york film uh, festival to cover and i'm one out of five black people in these huge lines like hundreds of people and Denzel is the main actor of Tragedy of Macbeth. They did not prioritize us at all. It's like, it, it's like, well, but he's safe to y'all. So that's why you all want to go see Denzel so you can be cool and everything. But they won't actually like appreciate and look at our art the way you talk about Roy. Like that's absolutely universal. Okay. So then before we get into the food service, what's that like being a critic? Like as an occupation? It is weird getting paid to just watch movies and talk about it. It's been a weird journey for the past like five years just because I've loved movies since I was a little kid, right? Like I, you know, I, I grew up a single uh, only child, a single mother. So movies were like my way of like escaping escape, from the sad, yeah. lonely life of being an only child, right? So to know that I'm being paid to do this shit now is incredible. So that's, what's your favorite nice. movie? It fluctuates a lot, but City of God. City Ooh. of God. Nice. Little DC. Okay, Brandon. Little DC. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. So before you were a critic, you worked somewhere with a deep fryer. Tell us why it was miserable. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was at a bubblegum shrimp company in Times Square. And hands down, I, hands down. Sorry to cut you off. Hands down. The most terrible seafood in the seafood game is bubblegum hmm. shrimp. There's something about the breading. I also am a member of the African-American fried shrimp critics. <laughs> of Association. course you are. <laughs> and bubblegum shrimp. <laughs> It's the Division Three College. Before Ooh. we even get into the atmosphere of the restaurant, it is the, the continue. I don't know the, if it's Bubba it, Gump shrimp is so terrible that Bubba would have come back from the grave and hunted Forrest. If Forrest <laughs> Gump was a real movie, Bubba would have came back from the grave and like, Forrest, stop. Stop fucking up the recipe. Well, that's the wild oh. thing. <laughs> <laughs> 
But the thing is, go ahead, go ahead. Show the movie nonstop on TV screens around the restaurant, right? You all got really? Forrest Gump trivia. So people come in from like all walks of life thinking that Forrest Gump is a real person. And I got asked every <laughs> shit. Oh, wow. Hey, is Forrest coming in today? No, because he's played by a person named Tom Hanks. <laughs> this is a real person. Working in the food industry, you see a lot of broken people. And I think it actually made me very empathetic. <laughs> That's like, I'm so like. That's real shit. I can see both sides of everything. Like, I'm literally that dude because I'm just like, yeah, these are broken toys that are just being put together around. I also learned about alcoholism working in the food service industry because what what do waiters and bartenders and busboys do after the shift is over at night? They all go to a bar and drink away their money. Right. I learned that at age 19 in New York City. So I had some wild nights trying to get back to Jersey to my mama. Dog, there's you number one. Third, do you think Tom Hanks has ever eaten at Bubba Gump Shrimp? <laughs> he probably had a spoonful of shrimp and was like, I were we done with the photo op? Okay, I'm gonna right. Start. I'm doing this for the shot. Can I get it? Uh, we're good. Actually, Gary Sinise walked by. I was barking out in Times Square, which also makes <laughs> Lieutenant me Lieutenant Dan. Yeah, yo, Lieutenant wow. walked by me. I was like, Lieutenant Dan, come in. I could get you a free meal. <laughs> And he he nope, he just kept walking. Sure, he, he smiled and acknowledged me, but he just kept going. That's disrespectful. He doing shit got that shrimp that day, mm-hmm. just for the shot. He went to Red Lobster. Been. I've never been in one of <laughs> these. I mean, it's a wild restaurant, like because everyone has run pours run on like their shirts, and then you you gotta do like this trivia. And if you want to stop a waiter, you gotta flip over a sign that says "Stop for Stop." It's just all gimmicky. It's too much work. It's really awkward. Eat. And sometimes I had to do trivia. And I, like when you do trivia and people are waiting for their seats, right? You like ask oh, questions no. from the movie because these are supposed to be super fans. So I remember one time I was asking trivia and I was like, hey, so uh, what's the name of Bubba's mama? And then someone yelled out, mama. And I was like, <laughs> no, that's Forrest's mom's name. Like, because we never mm-hmm. got to know oh. Sally Fields' mom's name. But, but then uh, someone was like, yeah, he's right. It is, that's Forrest's mama's name because Bubba was the colored one. <laughs> Everyone that looked at me because I'm the only black person in the vicinity. I'm just like, anybody want some free crackers? Because I had a bucket full of crackers. It was just, uh, a bubble I, went, I went to the one in Los Angeles near the Santa Monica Pier, and it just is. I give you a comparison, JG. Mm-hmm. Do you remember the Hard Rock Cafe in the 90s? Yes. Where it was Sylvester Stallone had owned a piece of it, but like the whole thing was themed around 80s and 90s muscle movies. action mm-hmm. movies. Oh, yeah. It was like that, but imagine only one movie. Mm-mm. Question for you, Brandon. If you could eat at a restaurant themed after a black movie, what black movie themed restaurant? They got Bubba Gump. Mm. What black themed restaurant mm-hmm. could you eat at? That's a good question. I mean, for me, honestly, this is kind of weird, but I would go with Good Burger, like actually creating a Good Burger. Oh, and you have to have crazy people that like are mm. in those outfits, and you have to have someone who acts like Kel Mitchell and like goes into like you know smoothie machines and is making egg mm. sauce. You got to have all that. That motherfucker like gonna have a. You make somebody be that happy for eight hours a day, they gonna have a drinking problem. <laughs> That's facts. I don't. I don't know if you can. Ugh, I don't. Okay, JG, what's your movie? What what movie themed restaurant? I got mine. Yeah, I got mine. I got. I definitely got mine. 
okay, I'm well then, so torn. Then, then I don't you know. Think, then okay. You think, you think, I'll give you mine third. It's That's called it. the Carter, but it's New Jack City themed. Mm. So each level, each level has a different level of deprivation in the black neighborhood that you could go through. And everybody in the back is butt naked cooking, just like in New Jack City. Like it. Josie performs every night, right? At the last. Right. <laughs> what do y'all have tonight, Josie? What about tomorrow, Josie? They ain't going nowhere. They ain't going nowhere. Third, what's your restaurant? Something I've been thinking about a long time, actually. So it's weird you even asked this shit. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah, man. I'm. I'm. I'm uh, my friends who know me know I'm obsessed with the Last Dragon, so I've always wanted a, a, a live hibachi style last dragon restaurant where like in the middle of the night it breaks down and you got like a laura charles that walks down the steps do you come down other nights and it's like a fight between showing up and bruce leroy and shit meanwhile they're going to cook your dinner on the hibachi while they're fucking with you like it just i thought the cook would be showing mm. like it would be like a bunch of black cooks named showing up and then after go with he that flipped, actually where the pads <laughs> yeah and then after yeah. he flipped the shrimp in your mouth you have to go now kiss my converse <laughs> Who's the baddest? Show no. Who the best? Who make the best onion volcanoes? Show no. Show no. could be a chef though, because he won't put a hairnet on that whole thing. Mm. Well, yeah. Free. The wife suggested that all of the cooks would be Daddy Green from Daddy Green's Pizza. So you just have all these dudes, black dudes in a pizza outfit cooking hibachi. You know what I'm saying? That like was that. the restaurant in The Last Dragon. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Daddy from Daddy Green's. Yeah. Okay. You would have to let me deviate and go with the television show, and it would be the Jeffersons. I'm a huge Sherman Hensley fan. That would be a dry cleaners. They're going to clean your clothes once you're done eating. Somehow, that's the most troubling suggestion out of all of these. <laughs> <laughs> Brandon. So creepy. You just dry clean it. It's like, oh, we also have teriyaki back there. Right. <laughs> Fresh bowl. Like, what? <laughs> Y'all going over there use that hand sanitizer. We got some. We got some fried squid in the back. That way, y'all can just go ahead and get messy with it. Like, and then we're cleaning your shit after we get done. Well, yeah. the podcast. The podcast is medium <laughs> popcorn. You can get it wherever you download podcasts. Brandon, you are a well decorated stand up comedy veteran. You have a live show called Drunk Black History. Now we all know what Black History is, but just real quick, tell the people what that's all about because that's something that I want to see continue to grow. My co-host Gordon Baker Bone and I, we were Shout like, out Baker Bone. Yep, yep. Uh, we were just hanging out one night. And we're like talking about our upbringings and Black history and how there's so many gaps. I grew up in the suburbs. He grew up in Newark, and we talk about even still, there's such gaps in our history. Mm. The black, you know, and Black people's impact on the world, right? And we we're like, why don't we do this show? Our history is heavy, so we should add a drinking element. At the time, New York hadn't legalized weed to an extent, right? And so mm -hmm. we were like, oh, cannabis. <laughs> and yes. it was like, let's do, let's do drunk bike history. And so we, we mm. did a show in Long Island City and it's just been picking up ever since. It's been featuring New York Times, Thrillist. Uh, we have an international audience now, which is incredible. And it's just dope to be able to highlight these black heroes that no one knows about because they're not Martin Luther King or Malcolm X or Prince. Those are only three Word. people that everyone knows. And they also think Bubba from Forrest Gump is a real person. If you're in New York City, please go to DrunkBlackHistory.com and check out that wonderful, wonderful live show. Brandon, thank you so much for coming on the job, fair brother. And we thank you for your service. Thank you. Thank you for having thank me. You, Brandon. just Forrest Gump's mom. <laughs> <laughs>
Stop that. We'll be right back. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Job fair. Black History Month in the Deuce Deuce. Back in this thing. Let's get right to it, man. This brother that we're bringing on, he comes on every week to add a little chaos to this situation. But in this chaos, he brings you calamity at your job brings us a couple topics you can discuss with co-workers of the opposite race and in those discussions you hopefully find some common ground with someone that you normally wouldn't say shit to mm. comes to us from middle tennessee and ladies if you ever want to see if you're close to this brother take a little little bit of evans williams and Pull a bit of it on your fingers and dab it behind your ears like some Chanel Number no. Five perfume and stand downwind and wait patiently. <laughs> and he will appear. The Department of Motor Vehicles calls him Narado. We call him Rod for short. Rod, we just had a brother on. Who um, have you ever eaten at the Bubba Gump Shrimp Company, Rod? All the thing I've ever known about that place is people are stupid and they think Forrest <laughs> Gump was a biopic. Yes. And so everybody I know who's ever worked at one of those places pitches a serious fit about how dummies are constantly coming in there <laughs> yes. asking if the real Forrest Gump has ever visited. It's he insane. Just, he just said that the actual Lieutenant Dan walked by it one day <laughs> after Gary Sinise. <laughs> People was bugging him and shit. <laughs> He's got <Whoa>. legs. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh! Captain <laughs> Dan is walking. Some, no, some real looking prosthetics no. you got there. I can't tell in those shorts. They look like real legs. <laughs> we just had a conversation the last break, <laughs> Rod, about what movie thing, what movie would you like to see turned into a restaurant? And, third and I kind of settled in on kind of a quasi version of New Jack City like mm-hmm. Carter 
Mm. Chicken wings, but the women are topless. Like in New Jack City when they was cooking up the dope. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Kind of strip club wing type right. situation. What what movie, if any, what movie world would you like to be immersed in? Um, I, I got to tell you, since, since childhood, I've been completely fascinated by the world of Willy Wonka or Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. And I uh-huh. think it will be pretty damn awesome to go to a uh, restaurant or a candy store uh, where you could just eat off the walls and shit like that. I think that'd be pretty damn cool. In just COVID? scooping chocolate pudding out of a... Well, I mean, not oh, now. Going to ruin it with COVID. Damn. Damn. Like, I was, <laughs> damn, I was feeling that. I was like, oh, that's a good idea. You just lick the gumdrops. I don't COVID existed in my fantasy. Damn. <laughs> okay. So a COVID-less chocolate factory. Uh, not not R. Kelly's chocolate thing. Oh my gosh! Willy Wonka's chocolate. Willy Wonka, be fit, yeah. I'm with you, Rob. Chocolate factory. I pound you up if you was near, homie. That, in fact, I'm putting that out for you. Right, that's for you, homie. I'm right there with you. Specificity matters. It is important. <laughs> Rod, we bring you on to give these people some topics to bounce around the office and the workplace. Somebody gave you a little bit of love over email. I'm going to dig that up while you give us the first topic here. Right off the bat, man, we got a, a real good one that will bring some real solidarity between co-workers of the opposite race. White people, what you want to be talking to black people about right now is that the rapper Lil Boosie recently posted some videos of him taking his first mushrooms trip. Oh no, Boosie. Boosie's on the shrooms now. And uh, it features one video of him uh, dry humping a steering wheel while driving through the snow. And another of him outside in the snow running around in his drawers. <laughs> what? Shrooms yeah. to do that. Boosie's tripping right now. now. He's tripping balls. Am I the only person currently on this show who's done shrooms before? Definitely nah, not, I've sir. Done, Definitely shrooms. not, sir. Okay. JG, I know Jack you, ever, you know JG ain't done anything. I get my shrooms from her. <laughs> what? <laughs> I started selling dope back in 1986. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Oh, oh, oh she hit that. Did she hit that, Okay. Okay, shout out to Mobtown, Alabama. Um, are black people ready for shrooms? Mainstream as a race? Are we ready? I think it should be a very slow walk. I don't think we're ready on a mainstream, but we're ready for some experimentation as a race. Here's here's my issue with psychedelics and okay. black. And this is, and I've done, it's the only other thing other than alcohol I've ever ingested in my body. A shroom trip from takeoff to landing is about eight hours Easy. on average. Easy, On six average. to eight. Six to eight. Okay, six to eight. Yeah. Ralph, as the resident weed head, <laughs> how how often are you on a six to eight high window? Do we as a people have that luxury of just chilling? Huh. We trying to fight the struggle. We trying to fight racism. We ain't got. T- we need to just be high for a little bit, and then we got to get back to the struggle. That's why yeah, we fuck with weed. Yeah. Unfortunately, the high a little bit argument is won by crack. That but crack work. makes you productive, and that's and the difference that's between only a crackhead invents jobs to get more crack. 
<laughs> okay. It is the only drug wow. that creates jobs. That's so I've thing. never thought about that until right now. It, wow. It. it makes true. you productive, mm-hmm. but that's the only positive. That's the only positive. <laughs> <laughs> the rest of it is negative. Even that part is negative because you're not being productive for mm-hmm. the good of anything. No. You're just being productive to earn more money, to buy more. Money. More crack. And, and, and for whatever it's worth, I guess, sadly, as a resident, uh, my thing on shrooms is very simple. Shrooms are only as good as your as your mood in the moment is. If you have anything bad going on in your life and you take shrooms, promise you, you will be in a closet for six hours trying to that call your answer. That is the second thing. That is the second thing I was about can't to do. Can't do it. You got to be in a good place. You got to be in a good place. You can't just do it in the door. How on a regular basis, dog? And if you I take think that, that would be good for mood. black people as a race. If we could use some ego death. Ego death, I think, would be very good for black people as a culture. A lot of the struggle our people are in is you know, a lot of the bullshit is based around egotistical nonsense. I'd actually say MDMA, but for that trunk, that trauma, you need something strong. I agree with you, right? I think it's but a see, very good for point. shrooms for microdosing for the sake of helping with depression to keep your mood on the mm-hmm. up. You can still. You can microdose in a bad place and it yeah. sends you off of a mental cliff for six mm. to eight hours. Mm. There's just something with shrooms that I think in a way it's kind of, if anything, it's an advancement of the race, Rod, because yeah. it is a privilege to be able to do nothing for eight hours. <laughs> to just do a drug to just go for eight hours, I'm just going to watch, literally watch, the, I watch the clouds turn orange. What? I laid on the beach in Santa Monica and them fucking yeah. clouds turned orange, Jacqueline. Yeah. So, okay, so help me understand better. A psychedelic is exactly what you're telling me. You're watching these clouds turn orange. What else is happening? Thank yeah, you. you. Okay, I shit. had to be clear. Yeah, okay. it's kind of like, it's it's sort of, it's kind of like acid. Mm-hmm. Or, it's or round of it's, it's a hallucinogen. It's but like it's acid, more, but it's not as strong. It's not as strong more, as acid. It, it's more about internal thought processing than it is just watching shit that don't exist change colors. That's a part of it. But the biggest things that happen when you do shrooms is almost like you you're you're trapped in the in your mind and kind of face to face with everything you've been running from from a personal every thought, standpoint. every emotion, everything. Really? It's almost everything. like therapy in food form. But it doesn't right. leave you when you come down, JG. And that's mm-hmm. the thing that's good or bad about it. And that's why it can help sometimes with depression and mental health. Because whatever positive thoughts you maybe had, you can then carry that back into your regular sober state or whatever when you're hmm. back down on earth. Anybody out that you're doing shrooms or something, uh, acid for the first time especially, uh, make sure you got somebody there who's completely sober. Yeah. Uh, give them your fucking phone. Yes. Uh, stay away from mirrors. I hope that I next time I do it, whenever I have the, the courage to, that I'm outside naked like Boosie in the snow. <laughs> <laughs> naked in the snow. But if you do it at the wrong time, I'll give you an example. I did shrooms years ago. In my years, I mean like four years. Not a long time ago, but long enough. Uh-huh. And I was, it was kind of a microdose situation. Mm. And I'm in the bathroom. I went to go use the bathroom. 
and I closed the door before I could turn the light on. And when you're okay. in the dark, that's a whole nother fucking TV show oh. from when the lights are on. And that shit is fucking horrific. And in the next room, I'm getting ready to leave the house to go to go out with some friends. And in the next room, I can hear my son with our babysitter. And I'm in the dark. And for a split second, I have the thought, what if this is what death is like? There is no heaven or hell. You are only in suspended reality. And the penalty of hell is not burning, but listening to someone you love be raised. And there's nothing you can do to reach them or get through to them or help them. And I motherfucking cried for three hours in my bathroom in the dark. And then, I, and then I was like, I can't do this ever again. Because you gotta have to this a babysitter, day, man. Yeah, you, I what did. were you thinking? Not, what, not what? for your child, for no, you. No, for you. <laughs> God damn, I love you, Rod. You are my nigga, dog. I ain't even met you or you are my nigga, dog. Rod is my nigga, shrooms, dog. You have to have somebody to. there to make sure you're okay, unless you're a person that does it all the time. You can't take yeah. tools and then start moving around like everything cool. Yeah, Rod's right, right, homie. I mean, like the last time I remember taking, not remember, the last time I took shrooms, I was in Jamaica and the shrooms were pretty good. I mean, you, you've you been to Jamaica, one of y'all have. I jumped <laughs> off the damn thing at Rick's. I jumped straight off the, <laughs> without even thinking twice. Paint the picture, paint the picture for us who haven't been, I haven't gone to Jamaica. Oh, okay, so. Jamaica, they have this place called uh, Rick's Jamaican Cafe. It's a cliffside diving cafe. And uh, there's a cliff, and you can basically jump off this cliff into the fucking water. Yeah, while you're waiting on your food and shit. (laughs) And uh, I popped the shrooms. We had just came from this place. Uh, Shout out Miss Jenny's. Love that lady. Uh, Gave us some space cake and some mushroom tea. And I walked into the joint and looked around. (laughs) And I was like, so what do you do here for fun? And the man goes, you jump off the cliff. (laughs) And I was like, okay. And I literally went and jumped right off the fucking cliff. My 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 wife thought I was out of my mind. I was like, what? You know. And then the mo- yeah, yeah, I was. Oh, I was. Um, next morning, next morning when I woke up, I felt how I went into the water. Like I went in at an angle. Like you're jumping from about 50 feet up. Like it's pretty damn far. And you can fuck yourself up. Jesus. You can fuck yourself up. But I was pretty high on shrooms. I was not gonna. I. It was a great moment for me. I enjoyed it. Let's flip it up, Rob. We kind of talked about this off air before, but right now there's been a huge development in the white people love dogs world where a man in Florida fought off a bear to save his dogs from being murdered. I saw this video. That's sweet. It was nuts. This dude's just like out on the porch. First of all, I didn't know they had bears in Florida. They got like cougars and pumas and shit. I didn't know they had bears, but I know that. My man was out on the porch uh-huh. uh, trying to call the dogs into the house, and he had, you know, the little children's gate up, and a bear reached in over the top and came for the pups, and my man stood raining blows Ooh. on that thing. He started no. punching that bear like a yeah. world star fight. <laughs> was Yo, he went at him. <laughs> Really? I'm about to look. Thank you, Ron. And these are small dolls too. These are like little chicken nuggets for this. Yeah, dog. they was they was gone. Mm. They, it was like a hawk scooping up a rat. They mm. was finished. <laughs> my man went out there going Mike Tyson. 
Sorry, it's Fluffy. clear in the video that the bear is going for the dog. Like the bear is looking at the white dude like, my nigga, this ain't got nothing to do with you. Just watch out. That's true. Like he tried to get past Because <laughs> at first I thought he was attacking the man. I'm like, yeah, you got to square up. A bear trying to yeah, you fight for your life. But he, the bear was going past him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he it wanted was some... to play. He thought it was a buffet. He was like, right? No. Oh, is this some human too? I get some human. No. This a bubble gum. I'm <laughs> all three of these yours because I'm trying to get down. <laughs> <laughs> This podcast is Uncle Rod's Ooh. Story Corner. I have one quick sidebar for you, Rod. Uh-huh. Stop talking to my cousins. Oh, 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 oh. oh Jesus Wait a Christ. Minute. Backstory, yeah, back. backstory, backstory. Stop talking to your cousins? Yes, stay off the phone with my cousins. I don't think you're in control of either one of our phones. <laughs> oh, yes, I am. <laughs> oh, I'm yes. going to talk to your cousins. As long as your cousins want to talk to me. No, you will not. Well, let me tell you something. Uh Uh-oh, please do. I don't let holy matrimony stand between me and the women in my lives. You think I'm going to let you stand in between us? Yes. (laughs) 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 What's what you write? He is Jacqueline, soon to be in-law. And you can find them online. Rod, the number four short. Rod, four short. Rod, a quick shout out from you for the from one of our listeners on Instagram. Smiles of Planet Earth. The homie Kim over at Smiles of Planet Earth says, and I quote, Rod's surreal wisdom at the end of each episode are the belly laughs as well as the Aww. perspective we need. Paint smiles at my job. That's just a vessel, dog. He's just a vessel. Tell him, right? Shout He's out, just a shout vessel, out to dog. You, Kim, and shout out to all the people at your job, man. I'm, that's all I'm here for. I'm just here to spread love. You well, keep your on, love to yourself. We're going to let you spread something to Jacqueline's cousins. <laughs> we're going to let you get out of here, right? Hallelujah. <laughs> Bless up. Bless up. Thank you, Rod. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> ah, scam of the week time. That wasn't enough. Ugh, that. How did you, how did you let your up? cousins get this number? <laughs> how did they get each other's numbers? I don't mm. like it. In the DMs. Why are you mm. saying about that? It's unnecessary. They just like that pimp shit he be spending. <laughs> <laughs> we got we got to get to the scam. This mm-hmm. this is a good one because you know we we always love retail. JG, who do we have on the phone? We have Matt with us, and he wants to talk about Bullseye, and I have no clue what that is. So, you know how we here at the job fair, we don't want nobody to get caught out. We, we don't want nobody to get in any trouble. So sometimes we might have to change the names of things, bleep out things to protect the innocent or people who may be able to sue us. So, that's fair. So, that's fair. So a store so, called Bullseye. That's right. Matthew, so Matthew worked at either Bullseye. Either you get it or you don't. That's you it. worked at a... Wonderful retail store called Bullseye. Matthew, first and foremost, welcome to the job fair. How you doing today? Good, you're good. Thanks for having me. Big fan, guys. So at this Bullseye, what were the scams? Was it just stuff walking out the back door? Because as things have become, as technology has increased, mm-hmm. I would imagine that inventory is tighter 
and easier to track. So what what was what was happening at this store? So at this bullseye store, there were two types of security and I worked on the floor. Uh, I just worked in toys and just restocking, helping guests because we didn't have customers. We had guests, mm -hmm. but there are security guards. Uh, there are two types of security guards. Our code name for them was 33. I don't know why, but it was. I became buddies with one of the, the, the uniform looking 33s because he was a college student as well. And he was really cool. He was black. And he spoke French. And one of mm. our one of our other our undercover 33s, he spoke French as well. And they were kind of buddy buddy. And that was cool. But but every once in a while it was kind of weird. Not weird, but it was interesting because sometimes we would have our lunch together and the uniform 33, he would be on his phone speaking in French to someone. But about six months later, we didn't see him anymore. And there was like this big rumor going around that he got arrested or for dealing drugs and everything. So I just decided, <laughs> you know what, I'll ask one of the other uh, uniform, uniform looking uh, 33s. Yeah. So I asked him what happened. And he said like, oh no, he got busted for, uh, they were stealing TVs. Him and the undercover 33 oh. were stealing high price electronic items and fencing them on eBay. Mm -hmm. And so what happened was they caught... They caught the uniform 33 red-handed. He was legitimately loading up uh, uh, plasma TV. This is when plasma is coming out. In the back of the store into his like Mitsubishi Mirage or something. Uh -huh. Like a typical college car. They took, and then I guess when they went to his, his apartment, they found a bunch of stuff. The scam was the other undercover 33 that he spoke French to. That's who he was talking to on the phone. So what they would do is if, say, for example, they had 12 iPods on closing, one of them would write down 10. Mm. And then the morning would come, or whoever it was, lift two. And then and what they were doing is they were selling them on eBay. And then the short, when it comes up short, months later, you don't know which shift mm -hmm. skimmed Exactly. Skin. And I'll be honest, some of those visual 33s were idiots. But like they would be like, hey guys, this is a new scam we're looking at. It's e it's called e fencing. It's where you they steal something, and then they would like tell that to us. But we're like, <laughs> I was thinking like, well, they got they got thirty three. So why is that my problem? The visual thirty three got, I think he got deported because he was on a student oh. visa. What a fucking. But the dumb. other thirty three, he was he was like in his thirties, and he's and he just dipped. I no one know where he went or anything like that. That's that was like was like oh he went back to wherever. Yeah. What's the yes. worst part that customers don't know about bullseyes? Is there anything I should be looking out for? If you shoplift, don't because okay, uh, they will let you get away with stealing until it reaches grand larceny amount, and then mm. once they do, when you come back, then they apprehend and then press charges. Okay, well, Matt. I got one more yes. question for me really quickly. Away, like, yeah. What industry uh, are you I, in now? I actually graduated from Cal State Bakersfield. Um, and I actually moved back to my hometown of Early Martin. I'm actually the elementary school librarian. Um, oh, nice. It's actually this, it's the school I went to and it's, it's really great. I love it. Uh, I coach baseball there and everything. So yeah, I guess you could say I'm living the dream and I just well, like all about well, the we thank you very much man because with yeah. COVID, that's probably the safest place in the school to be is the library because you got to shut the fuck up when you're in there so yeah. right, talk, right good point yeah. that COVID yeah, that you shut true. the fuck yeah. up 
<laughs> Worst place got to be the gym because everybody breathing hard from running laps, man. <laughs> yeah. Thank you yeah. so, so much for coming Thank on the you. show. We appreciate, appreciate you. you. That's a good ass scam. I'll see you when I'm out west, brother. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it, guys. Take care. Right. Stay safe. Bye. Appreciate you, man. Good one. He's a librarian. Right. That is so sweet. That's love. That's love. Here we go from down south, Georgia girl. Um, the felony level varies by state. In Alabama, the threshold is fifteen hundred. Used to be five hundred. Mm. Texas and Wisconsin are the highest at twenty five hundred. Uh, Jersey's the lowest at two hundred, and in California, nine hundred and fifty dollars. So basically, what he's saying is that you can go to Bullseye, front yourself nine hundred and forty dollars worth of shit. That's on the house. It sounds to me like you really need to go stealing in Wisconsin, though. Ain't that shit twenty five hundred up there? That's what she said, twenty five hundred. Yeah, it sounds like we, you know, go to Wisconsin and steal like twenty four ninety nine, and then bounce, and you that's, good. That's you, you could good. just drive around the country. Yo, this could be fifty thousand oh dollars. Where is it per location per state? It's got these are state charges, so you can't these combine. State charges, you can't combine this shit. So it's just state by state. You, but don't waste your time in Jersey. That's two hundred dollars. That ain't worth stealing nothing here. That ain't that's worth it. it. That's whack. Don't even do that. Just go, this, go this somewhere where you can get Jack one, don't make that face. We're here. Right. Yeah, I'm making that face. That's, that's I feel like you're judging people. We do this show. We are Can't not. No. That is real. not the pivot. That is not the pivot. <laughs> If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Job fair. First week of Black History Month. And we got us a black guest. We are an international acoustical radio presentation. And every so often, we get an opportunity to speak with people that are not in the United States mainland. And that's the part of this show that I really love because mm-hmm. employment really is global. No matter where you live, you got to figure out a way to put something on the table for your family and for yourself. We cross the pond to visit other people that are part of the black diaspora. JG, who do we have and where are they right now? 
They are in London and it's Lena B and she is an online business growth advisor. And hear me clearly. She is the founder of Empower Business Club. Founder. I think we can go to the corporate suite. I think we can go to the corporate suite. Let's play the music. Let's go play the music. Yeah. Corporate Suite, where we invite the heads of major companies on. Only the best. Because they didn't do their homework and research this podcast and realize that coming on this podcast might put their own job in jeopardy. Thank people from Waffle House, Mm -hmm. a coding company that we legally are no longer allowed to mention, (laughs) as well as OKCupid. And now we welcome a new guest. To the corporate suite, Lena. Welcome to the job fair. How are you? Uh, I'm so well. Thank you so much for having me on Roy's job fair. I'm so happy to be here. Break down as best you can your company for me, because this is a segment in the show where, you know, we try to talk about job openings and where you can pivot. But I thought it would be dope to have you on because it seems that what you do is make people better mm-hmm. at what they're doing or help people find their pivot. So just give me a little bit of a breakdown of that. Now it's during the pandemic that I said to myself, okay, I want to be able to live anywhere and everywhere basically. Mm -hmm. And I know um, there's other people that want to do the same. They've got all of this talent. They might not be utilizing their talent in the right way um, or they want to increase their income. So let me create this platform that allows people to access all of this information, all these assets that we've got on there so that they can establish their own online business, um, their own online course, their own online um, consultancy practice, whatever it might be. uh, so that they can access all of that and then they can actually establish themselves their business anywhere or they can stay where they are it's up to them so ah the tools to help you create the digital space with which you could have commerce in absolutely okay okay so you're almost like an ideation home depot where you give people the digital tools they need to build their own digital house that's perfect I love that description. Perfect. Okay. Okay. I didn't mean to cut you off from laughing at me, Jacqueline. (laughs) It's okay. I have a few things though. I am curious, 25 years of business. I'm very fortunate. I work in a male dominated industry. However, I work for someone who ensures that women are front and center women have access to anything that they need and that they're also heard not just seen, there are a number of women out there who don't have that luxury. In your experience, what has been helpful for you in that arena? Hmm, that's a very good question. Um, Well, you know, the 25 years of my experience, I've been an advocate of women and their empowerment and that sort of thing. So um, for me, it's a case of making sure that when I was in corporate, so I've been in corporate a number of times, um, that women had that opportunity to actually express themselves. So um, I was the London chair of women in management. So I was always about making sure that they were uh, front and center. For me, um, you know, DNI as in diversity and inclusion, it's got a long way to go as far as I can see. And I like what Melody Hobson. Yes, yes. 
He basically oh, yeah. saying that in terms of DNI and diversity and diversity inclusion, white women have actually um, been able to um, be more empowered by DNI initiatives, unfortunately, and we've got a long way to go. And I found this even with corporations, it's particularly in the UK, it's very underhand, mm. aggressive type thing, and you can't really put your finger on it sometimes. And sometimes they make you feel like um, you're the one who's crazy kind of thing. But, you know, hopefully in my lifetime, um, I'm half a century, nearly half a century old. You don't look it. Thank you. I like that's why I love saying it. I love I love people saying that to me. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about skincare, just you and I later. That's mm. Jacqueline's beauty fair. That'll be our next <laughs> spinoff after Rod's she relationship. Jumped, she jumped right in there, didn't she? I, I think uh, Lena, what you what you're talking about. There's a uh, author, an American author. Her name is uh, Robin D'Angelo, and she's dropped a couple of books. But the one that you're talking about specifically, what you're talking about is nice racism, where it feels as though it's underhanded and it feels wrong, but you can't necessarily feel or understand why they'll let you into places and say, Oh yeah, no, it's great. And then as soon as you get in there, you notice something's wrong. Like, Hey, let me in this nice restaurant, but they got me seated next to the bathrooms. So, right. you know, it's, it's small things, but there's a lot of that. It's almost like your course in a way. It's like, it's like, it's perfect for somebody who don't understand computers, but ain't got no kids. Mm. <laughs> No, they can have kids. I mean, we've got clients and members who've got kids. Well, them kids um, dumb because them kids should be helping them grown folks. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We've got, you know, particularly the educators. They've got three or four kids. Um, and now they've, they've harnessed so much of that education, they want to help other people to be able to help their children to read, for example. The great thing is about EmpowerBusinessClub.com is online, um, it's accessible, and you know, you know, it's open 24 hours, um, seven days a week, which is the beauty of having an online business, because you can be anywhere um, and you can be at any level, as long as you've got, as I say, that little bit of expertise behind you. Well, thank you so, so much thank for coming you. on the job, Fair. We wish Back you nothing but the best. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank and you. we wish you nothing but the best in your endeavors. And a happy Black History Month to you Woo! across the pond. It's October for us in uh, the UK, by the way. Okay. Double they Black History Month. They gave him a long ass month. They gave him a long okay. month. They did us wrong. Thank you, Lena. <laughs> Thanks, thank Lena. You very much. Appreciate Bye-bye. you. Bye. Uh, Bye. Oh, how show. interesting. Roy's job fair is a product of iHeartMedia, South Park Princeton Productions, and Comedy Central. That's the show, man. Thank you to everybody who called in. Thank you to Matt, working for the Bullseye Store that we legally still (laughs) cannot name. Nope, nope, ain't say it. The Bullseye does have nice specials. Have nice specials at Bullseye. Big shout out, as always, to my homie Brandon, uh, very funny stand-up comedian, very funny black film critic. And, uh, you know, I'm going to stand on my ten toes and say the truth. You know, it's fuck Bubba Gump Shrimp Company. And anybody who got a problem with it can Mm. run up. Mm. I'm with him. I'm so thankful that he called in and exposed Bubba Gump. Don't make that face at me like we're gonna get sued. I ain't said nothing lost worthy. All I said Mm -hmm. was that I don't like I can I'm allowed to not like No one told you all to go in there. Why would you even go in a place called bubble gumps shrimp? Everybody fucking loves forest gump, so why not try it? Then my fuckers was 0 for 30. (gasps) (laughs) We're never getting sponsored by you. They ain't never sponsored a bowl game. They ain't never. This portion uh, of the news brought to you by Bubblegum Shrimp Company. They ain't never had a coupon in the paper. You don't even get spam email from Bubblegum Shrimp Company. Sure I think I'm fucking scared of Bubblegum Shrimp. The shit was not tasty. That's the show. 
You're just angry and gonna leave. <laughs> at Roy's job fair at gmail.com in case this is our last episode. <laughs> at Roy's job fair on all the socials. That's it. Happy, happy Black History. This has been a Comedy Central podcast. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.